Welcome to Healthy Choices with your host, Ray Solano from Austin, Texas. We're ready for your calls right now. Call in toll-free at 877-956-9566. Now, here's your host, Ray Solano. Oh, hello there, and uh, welcome to Healthy Choices. We're XM, we're broadcasting live from Austin, Texas. We're going to have an exciting show today, and again, we're going to talk more about medicine today than we probably have been in, in the last couple of sessions. I'm your host, Ray Solano, clinical pharmacist and board-certified clinical nutritionist, and we're going to be here to answer your questions about your health and how to make really responsible choices that are going to change your life. And you're going to want to take down our phone number because we're going to have a just an outstanding physician that can be able to answer almost any of the questions you may be able to come up with about how to make these choices in your life that may be able to reverse some of these chronic diseases and also some of the things that you can just be able to live your life without any uh, problems uh, that many of your friends and neighbors. Our phone number is 877-956-9566 is our toll-free number. If you have any questions today, do you want to text us anytime? It's 512-219-0724. And as always, check out our website, healthychoicesxm.com. And again, our guest today is Dr. Jay Mahoney. He's a doctor of osteopathic medicine and recognized as America's natural health coach. Dr. J, as he's called by his patients, is recognized as one of the top physicians in integrative medicine. And we're really pleased to have him join us on this busy graduation weekend. And congratulations to all the graduates out there for that have just, just graduated this weekend or maybe next weekend. Uh, and again, our phone number is 877-956-9566. And we want to talk today about some of these, you know, me- medicine can be very difficult to navigate. And this is the reason why you get many different opinions. We've always been told, get many, get another opinion. Well, Dr. Mahoney's taken a little bit of a different ap- approach, and you're really going to enjoy his perspective on health. Dr. Mahoney, welcome to Healthy Choices. Thanks for having me. I'm really excited about being here today. This is going to be fun. It is going to be fun, and we're broadcasting live all across the country, and we're going to welcome our guests from listeners from 1380 The Pulse out of St. Louis, and people are are listening on our website, healthychoicesxm.com, as well as XM. And I understand XM is free this weekend, so that means we're going to have lots of uh, people listening, maybe for the first time. And so, uh, Dr. Jay, we'll just jump right into it. I know that on your website, you mentioned... That medicine is a tricky business, and the research-based theories and lab tests make their way into the doctor's exam, and it makes it very difficult to bring logic into what is happening to patients, because sometimes there's a lot of knee-jerk reaction, just give uh, uh, insulin to diabetics, and and many times you really have to play detective work, and I'd like to... like to introduce you to the show and give us your perspective on, on medicine and how how you approach it for your patients. Well, as you say that, it, it kind of makes me grin because I, I think of Dr. House on TV, who's that uh, really kind of mean guy who just takes the time to go so deep and figure stuff out. I kind of like to think of myself like Dr. House, only nice. 
So <laughs> I, I, I think about, you know, there's so many parts of medicine that are important, and integrative medicine means putting them all together. So I'm an osteopath, so I was trained from the beginning to think about structure, kind of like a chiropractor does, only with way more uh, detail and, and a substantially longer training period. But they can be good doctors, but that's a limit. And MDs, who are um, allopathic doctors, they can prescribe medicine and uh, do surgery, and they can be good doctors. But putting it all together really requires a different approach. Uh, an osteopathic doctor is better trained to do it, but most really don't wind up there. It just takes a, a long time and good mentors. You've, you've been one of mine for, uh, uh, whether you remember it or not, many, many years ago. I've had conversations with you on the phone about how to compound pharmaceuticals, and it takes a long time to get there. But, man, when you get there... It, and you put it all together, patients, uh, surprisingly, after seeing 10 or 15, 20 doctors, uh, they can get better when it's all put together. they got one doctor who can look at all the different parts and integrate them so that the structure and the neurology and the gastroenterology and the immunology are all put together uh, with nutrition and diet and exercise. And it's, it sounds like it's undoable, but it's so basic. Everything works together, and that's what we try to do in our office. And we have a great team that helps me to do it, and we get really, really good results. And it's it's a lot of fun taking care of patients when they get better. Well, it is it is a lot of fun, and and I yes, I do remember those phone calls. Is you know, compounding pharmacist. I owned uh, prescription dispensing labs, PD labs. We 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 have this special relationships with integrative medicine physicians because we have one goal is to help patients, and sometimes we have to think outside the box on how to be able to best be able to help them. So it's, it's really, uh, really exciting. And I believe we, uh, Sean, we've got a caller uh, for Dr. J. Welcome to Healthy Choices. Marguerite, welcome to Healthy Choices. Hi. Thank you for taking my call. I well, thank have, you. Um, I am currently taking um, Levothroxin for my thyroid. And I am really interested in a natural alternative. If there is anything available that you could recommend, I would be most grateful. Well, here's the deal with that. I don't know you, so I can't recommend for you, but take this with a grain of salt. Sure. If I had a patient just like you, how much L-thyroxine are you taking? Um, 100 milligrams Okay, so for MCG. So what I can tell you is the patient would probably take about a grain or a grain and a half of natural pork-based thyroid. It's called porcine thyroid. And Armour used to be the go-to, but that's changed a little bit. Um, it's not mm -hmm. always the only one, so there's several others. There's mm -hmm. uh, a bunch of doctors who really understand this. Uh, Broda Barnes was the guy who figured it out about 50 or 60 years ago, B-A-R-N-E-S. And uh, okay. he came up with some great uh, ideas. And there's another guy named uh, Wilson who has kind of taken it a little further. And they're tremendous resources so you can okay. ask dr google about their names and find doctors in your area to do it but l-thyroxin is only effective in about 10 percent of people to create maximum symptom benefit so you don't feel mm -hmm. great your numbers might look good but you don't feel great so probably a better choice would be to get the labs that the more alternative doctors do like your regular doctor does a tsh thyroid stimulating right a free t3 a free t4 and then lots of guys do a more uh, involved uh, 
the test called a hypothyroid profile, which includes antibodies and stuff, I wouldn't do that right away. Just take the easy stuff first and go from mm-hmm. L-thyroxine to a, I think you're, you're wise to consider it, to go to a natural pork-based uh, product. At 100, you're probably going to need some thyroid or someone like you would. You know, I don't really know okay. who you know, who sure. seeing or how they're figuring it out. But you'll be surprised. People say, the lights came on when they take uh, That's right. a, a natural thyroid like Or, Ray, you probably know this too, we just we add some T3 in sometimes, just some uh, Cytomel, which is a, a brand-name drug, just to supplement the L-thyroxine. And even traditional guys, traditional endocrinologists, are kind of waking up to that and adding some uh, T3 which is the active form of thyroid to the L-thyroxine. Do you not feel good? Well, I have just recently been diagnosed with this problem. And um, I, no, I really don't feel that great. And on top of that, the weight gain from this medication is just yeah. it's, it's crazy. Not it's not the medicine causing it. It's the fact that your thyroid's not adequately treated. The medicine's just really? whatever. It's... it's, it's it's okay. It works for some people, mm-hmm. but it's unusual. By the way, my mom's name's Marguerite. Oh, nice. That was my grandmother's name. <laughs> and that it's unusual. Anyway, so yeah. aside, the um, so I would say T3, look into that, Cytomel, um, which is what T3 is. And if you call a compounder in your area or get with Ray on mm-hmm. that, the um, everybody who's in compounding, they have an understanding of this whole field. So if, awesome. if if you need somebody who's great, like a really good doc in your area, compounders are their great. It's your great resource because they'll be able to tell you, yeah, I got three guys who, who uh, work with me that send me this kind of work all the time. And as a physician, uh, you know, I don't generally talk to everybody all over the country, so I'm not as good a resource. But I would think okay. that it would be really wise for you to, to make an effort to get that natural thyroid on board, and you'll find that your weight gain issues will probably get better because it's your your thyroid gets your body hot and that's what burns mm-hmm. the fuel and if your right. thyroxine is not doing it then the the alternatives are highly likely to be more effective like 90 percent of the time wonderful yeah wonderful. Well, Mark, marguerite does that answer your question it does and i so appreciate it thank you guys you're welcome have a great day you too thanks. Well, thank you you're listening to Healthy Choices XM. We've got Dr. Jay Mahoney. Dr. Jay, as he's known, he is a, a doctor of osteopathic medicine. He's practiced for over 25 years. And he's also is the founder of LifeClick, a medical software that takes all these 25 years of experience and makes it simple for other physicians. And that's the type of dedicated uh, practitioner he is. And we appreciate him being on our show today. And anybody that has any questions, they can always text us at 512-219-0724. Dr. J, seems like it's always amazing the questions we get for thyroid seem to continue even in this day and age of modern medicine that the sweet spot still has not been met. And it sometimes is some simple things that uh, we've been treating for many, many years, right? Yeah, well, and you have a woman like that who's obviously bright. I mean, she's not she's not out, out to lunch or whatever. And th- those things that you and I have known for years, like decades, uh, that people still don't have that information, that just is just tragic to me. And the whole, by the way, the whole endocrinology literature now this year is saying, oh, maybe symptoms matter. Maybe we should mix some T3 in. It's like, it's about time. Yeah, so I, I know it, it just surprises me that bright people who are going to doctors who are, they're not idiots. They, they're still getting that L-thyroxine as their primary treatment. It seems 
seems a shame, but it, it it does, and you know it. I think it's it's important for our listeners, anybody, if they're not feeling good, and they're not feeling better, then don't just assume that everything is correct. I think it's it's ask those hard questions because there are this integrative medicine physicians in all of the areas is pretty much commonplace more than it was 10 years ago, but there's always people that have a different approach. So I think, guess you and I just don't like people to suffer needlessly. Don't feel like to, right? It's interesting to me that the state of the art right now in medicine, really the guys who are really on the cutting edge uh, in menopause treatment in male menopause treatment in thyroid, everybody's looking at what's the patient, experience how do they feel and uh there's a thing called an mrs score which is a menopause rating scale or an adam score which is a andropause of the aging male um all those and these are validated really good questions questionnaires that doctors are using in our office it's they look at the blood work to make sure that what they're doing is safe but the bigger indicator or the the bigger driver of the decision making is is the patient feeling good or comma great. If the patient doesn't feel really, really good, we haven't reached the end point. I'm not saying everybody's going to feel great, but that's the goal. And it's the patient's response and treating the patient like they got a clue and say, okay, is this working for you? Do you feel like this is working for you? Instead of looking at the lab numbers and uh, deciding on the basis of that alone. And that now, it seems... In this last this last year seems to be the best year I've seen in, in, since I've started. The s- symptoms that patients are experiencing drive the decision making in terms of wh- what's the dosage, what's the form, and how are we going to do it. Which to me is yeah, finally it's it's coming around to where the important thing is we're treating patients, not numbers. That's exactly right, and that's what your profession in, the, in this software that you've put put together, LifeClick. Is is a way for other physicians to be able to understand and make them, and it sounds like it's very successful, isn't it? Well, yeah, we we had about fifty thousand users go through it, and we have a team that's working on it all the time, uh, developers and and folks, and most of this is is tested and tried through our practice. Um, so that we make sure that it's accurate, but it doesn't not need a lot of tweaks anymore. But it was built on the idea that if somebody doesn't, feel, they have indigestion or their feet ache or whatever their symptoms are. All of those things are um, they're they're indicators that something's not right. So the idea that well, it's just old age or that's normal with menopause. None of that is okay with me. And our software is built around the premise that uh, if it was you. Or and you called me and said, "Man, I'm having a problem with this." I would try to make that problem go away by figuring out why do you have the problem. So once you figure out why the problem exists, and we treat that, then you can actually get well. And all those naggy, aching kind of symptoms, they're actually a bit of a blessing because they teach you, okay, that you're not quite there yet metabolically, functionally, you haven't gotten to your peak. And uh, Marguerite with her thyroid, when she starts to take natural thyroid or the appropriate mix, she'll be able to tell because she'll feel good. And then her score on that LifeClick software, it would show that that entire area goes away. It becomes a non-issue. Her thyroid problem goes away, and then maybe other things come up like testosterone or uh, you know, digestion or something else. So it's really important that we focus on the patient 
experience because really, and this is talked about all the time, that we're shared decision-making in medicine. That's really not true usually. But if the patient can be your partner and they can actually teach you what you're supposed to do, you'll get the patient well at a level that they've never really experienced before. But you have to be able to either take a lot of time or use the software that we use or have some other method that I'm not aware of to be able to come up with those conclusions. And uh, it, like I said, when you do that, right. patients come in happy. We have, a, we have a, uh, a happy experience with our people because they're not coming to get managed. They're coming to get fixed. Well, you know, it's, it, it make, you make it sound so simple, and I think it's you have to ask those hard questions why somebody is ill and work with a practitioner like yourself that be, was willing to partner, and I think that's a great word, to, to be able to be able to understand what is really going on. You're listening to Healthy Choices XM. We're all, the phone lines are open, 9877-956-9566. And also check out our website, healthychoicesxm.com, for some of the products that we we'll, we mention on our, our show. And or listen to our po- uh, podcast for our shows, because these are educational radio live shows and we find that to be very valuable and we appreciate everybody's time and especially yours dr j for helping patients this weekend and before we got on the air today i asked you know a, a couple of questions that are things that were in the news that we we find it almost that we see all the time that people when they get hurt in joints or they they actually get knee injuries that the most of I guess the standard of care is to give steroids, right? You've had, you've, this is what, how you were trained years ago and many, many physicians that this is something that was standard protocol, steroid injections for arthritis or any yeah. type of joint injuries. And actually finding out now, which you already knew, uh, that even in Britain, 4.7 million people over 45 had conditions in their knee and were treated with, steroids and what they're finding now is the even a couple of treatments can cause these cells or in the joints to that regulate cartilage to being built get broken down and stop so the body stops making cartilage so what you did is stop the healing process and made it worse it it's not something uh you know we, we already you already knew that didn't you well, yeah, but they hear that, and it, it's, it seems odd speaking with you about it with your breadth of knowledge in this area. When you put the fire out, you need to figure out who's the arsonist first. Um, you put the fire out. That makes sense. I get that. But if when putting the fire out dumps a gigantic load of toxic mess into the system, um, like you just completely ruin the system to put the fire out, that doesn't make sense. A dose of steroids or two possibly is understandable if somebody's in excruciating pain and can't tolerate it. That makes sense. But um, in 1983, I got taught by a, a joint injection guy, a rheumatologist, who I just respected and admired. He was an amazing guy. Um, I was just in awe how to inject steroids. I learned where to put them. And uh, at the same time, horses were getting injected with platelet-rich plasma. I think it was around then. It's close anyway. So horses were getting better treatment than humans at the time. And uh, 
now we've adopted in the last 10 or 15 years uh, prolotherapy, which is injection of uh, something that stimulates the healing process instead of steroids. The only time I use steroids is when somebody has an event two days away and they have to be able to compete right away uh, because there's toxicity. And I'm putting the fire out, but there's a cost. Instead, now what we do is we go into the bloodstream or the fat and we get uh, PRP or stem cells and we inject ligaments and tendons in the joint uh, and we hit the whole thing. We hit the whole structure. We make the the support structures better and then we actually directly uh, address, like you said, the the chondrocytes or the cartilage cells to give them a life-giving infusion of stem cells so that they can start to regenerate. Um, the South Korean study last year came out and showed that at five years, people with a stem cell injection without expertise like we use to realign everything, uh, 20% better at five years. And people who weren't treated were 20% worse. So we have treatments now that will absolutely improve the long-term uh, improvement versus steroid, which will almost certainly worsen the condition, even worse than just leaving it alone. But people need treatment for their symptoms. They need to be told we'll, we'll address that as quickly as we can. So my, my idea is bridge that with something non-toxic, give them a little uh, you know, pain relief, uh, not with an sure. injection of steroids, and hit them with PRP or stem cell so that they can actually get well. And then we do the other stuff, which uh, you know, will revolutionize the rest of their experience. But steroids are a mess. That's yeah. right. Well, uh, doctor, we've got Sarah from Pennsylvania. Welcome to Healthy Choices. Hi, I have a question. I have a, yes. It's kind of a compound question. I've had um, a lot of issues for the past five years. started with fatigue. I do have Hashimoto's. I've had that for 20 years now, but I've always had levothyroxine. therox, and it's been manageable. And about five years ago, my fatigue started getting really, really bad. It went from sometimes to chronic fatigue to severe chronic fatigue, and then this year, took a turn for the worse where this went to debilitating weakness to the point where not being able to open doors, wash my hair, basically care for myself, hold my ear very long. So long story short, I had been complaining to my regular doctor for years about this. She pretty much just started getting really aggravated with me. Went to another doctor. She got aggravated with me. I prayed because I, I knew something was wrong with me, and I, they weren't figuring out what it was. I prayed for a doctor that would think outside the box. I got one. She discovered that I had a vitamin B12 deficiency. She said, although it's a normal range of flow, it's 286. Yes. So two years ago, those two doctors that I just discussed, they misdiagnosed that I was 315 and then 310 by both of those doctors. So I've been deficient, I know, for at least two years, and I believe it was probably years before that. Now that I'm learning that it takes a while for your levels to drop. My, my question is this. I, I was taking the injection. She had me taking week, weekly injections of the cyanocobalamin for a month. I started having right. really horrible side effects on my arms where I couldn't use my arms in the injection site. So she told me to stop using those and to take the, the oral. So I've been taking sublingual. My first question is, how long is it going to take to get my levels up, and when am I going to start to feel energy again? I have noticed a difference, like I'm starting to have perspiration again, my hair is thickening, I'm getting zits on my face, I don't have to put lotion on my face anymore. This is just after two months. And right. the edema in my legs has almost completely gone away. So I can attribute all those things to the B12. But well, the doc- energy doctor, level is bad. You're, 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 
Dr. Mahoney, do you have some suggestions for her? You know, I'll I'll jump in on the the type of B12 a little later on, but maybe you can jump in with some uh, some suggestions for her right now. Yeah, so you can't go wrong with B12. You can't take too much. You'll just pee it out. So it doesn't create a problem. So um, the doctor who you're working with, who is obviously helping you, um, if you can compel them or help them to give you a really high dose, and you could take sublingual uh, B12 almost all day long, and it wouldn't hurt you because it's a water-based vitamin, and you just, you'll just pee it out. Um, so if that's helping you, you may be the type of person um, – who has a metabolic issue where you don't process B vitamins well. So you can't take the normal dose. So what they might tell you, a normal dose for an average woman who's, you know, 35 years old is whatever they say, uh, 10,000 units a week. Um, You might need 100,000 units because it's called biochemical individuality. Your symptoms are horrible. That's just a mess. So by taking a real high level, um, that may right. correct that. That should be a guy, a doc who helps you with that. This, that. You don't want to just guess on that. But a doctor who assists you with that should be able to help you with that a ton. Okay. And doctor, uh, I hate to interrupt you. If you Sarah, can hold on after the break. We'll have Dr. J pick up on when we'll be talking about more about vitamin B12. You listen to Healthy Choices XM.
Let's talk about your healthy choices. We have room for you right now. Toll free at 877-956-9566. Well, welcome back to Healthy Choices. We Before our break, we were listening to an interview with Dr. Jay Mahoney, or Dr. Jay as his patients call him. We were talking about, we had a, Sarah's holding online from Pennsylvania. We we're talking about all the interesting, uh, I guess, the analysis that's required for being an integrative medicine physician. And Sarah was, before the break, was talking from Pennsylvania to her journey to recovering from health from hyperthyroidism B12 deficiency. And Dr. J, we want to take off where we left off before. You were talking about the doses of B12 cyanocobaldamin that would be helpful for her because she sounded like she had some symptoms of chronic fatigue syndrome, and she was questioning whether she was taking too much B12. So, Sarah, I, thanks for holding on for after the break. Dr. J, could you uh, continue with your discussion about the dosage of B12 in your opinion? Yeah, so, um, and you, Ray, you're probably the expert on this, and I'm just going to say what I think on that. We don't use cyanocobalamin or hydroxycobalamin right. anymore. We just don't use it. We use methylcobalamin. Uh, it seems to be better metabolized and... Uh, we we really are liberal with it in the office in an injectable form, and um, we um, a thousand units a day is not nearly enough, even injectable uh, for somebody who's critical in terms of their deficiencies. There's a, a thing in your stomach called intrinsic factor, which allows for the absorption of B12, and if you don't have it, you can take all the swallowed B12 in the world, and it won't work. Um, sublingual is good, not as effective as injection. Injection is something that um, with methylcobalamin is highly effective, and we generally give enough up to 10,000. Is it micrograms or what am I talking about there? 10,000 units? It, 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 you would do 10 milligrams. Sometimes you can do 10 milligrams in a day. 10 milligrams is 10,000 mics. So, um, right. 10 milligrams. So, um, what I'm looking for ultimately is that the B12 level in the blood will be above the top normal. And the reason for that is that B12 is a very safe nutrient. And in medical controlled situations, not just do it whatever you like from the grocery store or whatever, controlled situation where a doctor's watching you, um, we look at that number and make sure that that number is above the top normal. So if the normal top normal is 2,000, it's greater than 2,000. And if your symptoms resolve at that level, then we maintain that level as we monitor and make sure there's no other problems. We also do a MTHFR study, which is a methyl tetrahydrofolate reductase. I know it sounds like a lot of words, but everybody will know what it is who's in uh, the integrative medicine field. There's a defect in the way you process B12 past your stomach, inside your system, that doesn't work well. So sometimes we'll check that out as well so that we can optimize the B vitamin uh, usage in your body. Because if your body's stuck, if, there's, if you don't have a key to turn in the lock, you can't get from one place to the other. And um, Sarah, your stuff is so so severe. You've got to have probably other things as well as the B12 problem creating this. And I would uh, really, uh, in your case, I would look at the metabolic MTHFR uh, study. And how do I get my doctor to do it? Are you saying that if I take, like I was take, I'm taking about three to 5,000 micrograms of methyl D, methylcobalamin sublinguals, and right. then I take a thousand in a fully activated B complex a day. It's just in there, and I've been taking that with one of the, and I spread that dose out. I spread like a thousand increments throughout the day. Um, 
So how do I get her to test me for that? She's done methylmonic acid. She's done the homocysteine. Oh, good. She asked she's me if I was anemic. We went through that. I don't know. I asked her about intrinsic factors. She said I didn't need to worry about that. Does it matter if I if I'm if I have pernicious anemia or this in in regards to the treatment? Do you have anemia? I do not know if I do. She didn't no, say. She, did she I asked her about that if you know if, because when I started to do some reading on this, they, I found that pernicious anemia is associated with B12 deficiency. Yeah, that's why. And there's probably something else. And a good doctor like that, if somebody does methylmalonic acid, they're smart. They're they're right. a good doctor probably. So in other words, it's where you should probably be. But are you still on L-thyroxine? Yes, I take yeah, 100 so micrograms a would, day. I would go there. I would I would go after that. Hugely. So my request to a patient like you, I mean, if I were seeing you, my, my call would be to immediately convert you to a uh, bioidentical type of thyroid hormone, pork thyroid. It's close, very close to human. Um, so to do that would be my first step. The V12 sounds like you're, you're doing well with that. You have, your doses are more than adequate. So I would think where you really want to go is look at the other side. This is that integrative medicine picture. So you have nutrition, but you also have the hormonal stuff. So how old are you, Sarah? 48. Yeah, so you're also right, cruising right into menopause at the same time. So mm -hmm. you have the hormonal issues with the thyroid. So if you could get your doctor to consider looking at, would, would she be willing to consider um, adding a little bit of uh, natural thyroid rather than the L-thyroxine, your protocol, because that's going to probably be, the way you describe it, hair and skin, there's likely a hormonal problem in addition exactly. to wealth. So okay, I would, so, I'd, I'd compel your doctor to consider it. Okay. Sarah, I hope that helps you. And Thank Sarah, you. if you just uh, text us your, your number to 512-219-0724, and maybe we can get back with you afterwards and give you some more suggestions because it sounds like you've got a very interesting case, and we want to make sure we get you all the information and make sure we give you a proper amount of time. Okay. Thank you very much. Thanks, okay. Sarah. Thanks a lot, Sarah. Dr. J, it sounds like we've hit a nerve with, with thyroid questions. We've got uh, Mary from Indiana. Mary, welcome to Healthy Choices. Hi, thank you for taking my call. Hi, Mary. How cool. um, Hi, Mary. Hi. I have a question based on your comments on uh, steroid injections. So over a year ago, so February of 16, I started having some weird symptoms and ultimately was diagnosed with a bulging disc in my back. Um, okay. Although... I didn't have, experience any pain in my back, which was really weird for me. But um, so we tried physical therapy, myofascial release, and ultimately in November of 16, I went ahead and did a steroid injection in my back. And so they say that should last about six months to tell you whether you got any full relief or you may have to go back. And so right now I don't experience any bad uh, pain in my back. But recently, over a month ago, I started experiencing some issues in my wrist, and I got a steroid injection in my wrist. So I say all that to, to ask the question about, okay, you say, I, I understood you to say that steroid injections, unless in an emergent condition, was not necessarily the route to go. But in my case, in both cases, um, I was experiencing numbness in my leg, my foot, um, in this case, in my wrist, my hand, down into my fingers. So is there alternatives to steroid injections in my case? Well, um, how old are you, Mary? Um, 58. 58? You're just a young girl. 
That's you right. She's young. Yeah. She's got a... <laughs> Same age. So, yeah, well, I, it, it comes down to also, like, the big picture. That's why the LifeClick software, we do that stuff. It's like, do you eat sugar? Yes. Yeah, so that, don't eat sugar, don't eat gluten. But if you're getting numbness and you're uncomfortable, that's what steroids are kind of for once in a long while. So that makes sense if you're really uncomfortable. But if you're not really uncomfortable and you can't tolerate it, then I think dietary control, and there's lots of um, natural uh, anti-inflammatory compounds, like drugs that are from plants, like curcumin and um, all sorts of anti-inflammatory herbs, which you could also consider. But typically, if you're super-duper uncomfortable, a doctor's going to give you steroids if you go to a conventional guy. So mostly, if it's a conventional doctor in a conventional setting, you're going to get steroids for an orthopedic problem that's not surgical. And uh, well, so, may- yes, I'm sorry, go ahead. Uh, uh, just, I'm sorry to interrupt you. I, I just was commenting to Mary, the most inflammatory substance that you can have in your diet is sugar. Yeah. And so if you look at it that way, uh, then you'll realize that taking an anti-inflammatory steroid injection may be just offsetting some of the negative effects you're having from the ingestion of sugar in your diet. So I think this is something you just like a kind of a wake-up call. Uh, to realize that you know you're you're a young person, you don't want to have these problem twenty years from now. You may may want to make some some radical changes in your approach to how much sugar you have. Doctor J, how do you feel about that suggestion? Yeah, I think it's it's real simple. Like people say, well, what do I do about diet? And rather than make it complicated, it's, and I tell everybody this: as much as you can cut out sugar, do it. If it's somebody's wedding and you go twice a year to eat that kind of thing, eat a little piece of cake, but make it little. But bread, cake, cookies, pasta, all that stuff. Tiny, tiny bits, teaspoons of it, because all that stuff is basically sugar. And at 58, you're starting to get in the metabolic zone where your lipids go high, your sugar gets high, and that triggers inflammation. And inflammation causes cancer, joint pain, uh, pretty much heart attack. All those things are directly related to inflammation. So replace sugar with stevia or some other uh, nutritional sweetener that's healthy uh, besides sugar, and uh, and you'll, you may do much better. But steroids, I would, man, unless you're really falling apart and can't function, you know, push it out. Say, okay, thanks, doc. Give me a couple days to consider that and uh, and, and re- reevaluate what else might be informing it. At 58, too, you need hormonal therapy. That will also help your joints a ton. So that's I, I am I am on hormonal therapy. Absolutely. What are you taking? With uh, bioidentical uh, hormones, we do the uh, testosterone, um, uh, estrogen, um, progesterone. And Mary, do you do, do, you do cream or, or do you do pellets or you do uh, topicals, I do, Mary? I do pellets for the testosterone and everything else is um, oral. Wow, you're on the right track. That's that's the right stuff. So just, I think your diet at this point, if if I were seeing you, I would say, let's optimize your pellet therapy so that your peaks are real high at 350 or four or 500, and then uh, make sure that your estrogen really can help a lot with. Uh, so putting an estradiol pellet in there alongside would probably be a good idea. Um, that can really help joint pain, and then make sure that your thyroid's good. Cut out all sugar and gluten, especially because that's a bad player, uh, and then go from there. But the steroids—I mean, you sound like you're really on track. You're like you really got it together. So you should—you should definitely do the sugar thing. That's a, that's probably the shortest route to a good result. So I'll, one more question and comment to that. 
Uh, and yes. I'm not going to justify sugar or no sugar. But I did do the South Beach diet uh, probably about 10 years ago. And okay. and I'm not a heavy person, so the weight just kind of came off of me, and, I, and everybody was going, are you sick? So it's almost like I had to replace the sugar that I was losing with other protein-type stuff like nuts and that kind of stuff. So... Well, that's that's a that's a start. You know, we, we it's it's important that to realize that sugar has absolutely no place in your diet at all. It's not a nutrient that has any value. So putting it with the good fats, we've talked about it in our show before, and you listen to some of the podcasts from last week's shows when we talked about ketones under HealthyChoicesXM.com. Good fats. And proteins are much better uh, offset from from sweets. And I think you'll the best thing you can have is have the weight come off of you again because your tendons and your joints are going to do much better. Yeah. So I would do this. I would do the sugar thing. That seems like it's and there's, it doesn't sound like you're justifying it. the idea. Of South Beach diet is a pretty good way to look at what would happen if you took sugar out. The Paleolithic dieting is probably better. The Paleolithic thing. South Beach has a bunch of toxic stuff in it. They do they do some right. foods that aren't so great. So, um, but Paleolithic dieting is really good. Uh, so I would look at that too. And um, if your joint pain c- continues. Um, Dr. J in South Lake, Texas. That's an easy ride for you. <laughs> there we go. Um, yeah. Okay. You can, you can look at our stuff. We have a lot of really good stuff nutritionally on the on the site. A lot of blog stuff about good recipes, and it's hard to go sugar free once you've eaten sugar. It's addictive as heroin. I mean, it's bad stuff. It really is. Yeah. It, it really is. Uh, well, you take it. Just but, take but it's it. Worth the well, it's you know I tell people that come to our pharmacy is you do something the radical changes or different changes in your diet you could do it three days back to back, and then that will you'll see your blood sugars normalize in those three days and when you go off of it and you go back to your old habits you feel bad so it motivates you to stick with the program so at least you, then you switch to five days a week, and then this way it's not such a big burden. So I think that's maybe takes some of those small baby steps first. But one of the things that you realize that people, when they have sensitivities to uh, glutens or they have sugar, it will inflame your joints. And we have, uh, I have many patients that their shoulders will become inflamed when they, they go back to eating gluten when they were, they, they were always sensitive to it, didn't realize it. So it's really important to look at these diets, and I think, Dr. J, I agree with you, the paleo diet would be better because it would be less grains for her. And that may be the reason why all of a sudden she feels like some of her joints are just uh, falling apart. So hopefully, Mary, that gives you some advice. Okay, sounds great. Thanks, guys. Thanks for well, calling. Well, thank you. For, thanks for calling. You're listening to Healthy Choices XM, and I have Dr. J. Mahoney. Uh, excuse me, uh, Dr. J. Mahoney from South Lake, Texas. He's an osteopathic physician, and we're here to answer your questions today, 877-956-9566. You know, when we started out today, we didn't really talk about answering a lot of questions for thyroids, and, uh, but we seemed like we had some, some callers asking a lot of these uh, these topics. But also, one of the things that, you know, when I asked you before the show, what was your favorite nutrient? You mentioned to me, Dr. Mahoney, that magnesium was one of the simplest nutrients, but one of the ones that you find to be many of your patients are deprived of. And it's probably your, your favorite one. Maybe you can, in our uh, rest of our show, a little bit, get, elaborate a little on that important mineral, magnesium. 
Yeah, people, uh, everybody's really aware about uh, osteoporosis and calcium. And really, it's not calcium that causes the problem. It's magnesium. And people worry about muscle spasm and they want to take a relaxer. Magnesium, again, anybody who's under stress, I don't know anybody who's not. Really, I hardly meet anyone ever who's not. Um, they're wasting magnesium. Muscle contraction costs magnesium. Your body uses it all the time to contract a muscle, to relax a muscle. Everything requires it. People who are um, really, really tense, magnesium fixes it. And you take it at night, and it tends to give you improved sleep. But nearly everyone is deficient in magnesium if they're not intentionally taking magnesium. I take magnesium every day. I have a, a multi-program that I do myself in my little drawer in, in the house, and I won't miss magnesium because otherwise things don't work well. So it treats, and here, I'm going to make the list off the top of my head, headache, asthma, uh, constipation, muscle spasm, um, uh, menstrual cramping. It's, it's unbelievable and so simple that the thing that's cool about magnesium, if you take it orally, your body stops you from absorbing it at whatever your need is, and then you'll have loose bowels or you'll have rumbling in your stomach. So we tell our patients to start with one or two at bedtime and continue to increase until you get to uh, 10 to 12 capsules if you're still not getting any bowel uh, response. And your body's absorbing it all the way up until your bowel says, no thanks, and it's been proven it's totally safe. And magnesium, because it's the most common deficiency, will directly affect all of those symptoms of stress that everybody knows about, headache, grinding teeth, uh, tight spasm back, all that stuff. Um, it doesn't fix them all, but man, for 10 bucks a month or whatever it costs, it's very inexpensive. It can make a drastic difference. And I don't tell people to take whatever from wherever, but to take magnesium malate or a, a real good form of magnesium that is known to create uh, great absorption. Um, people take magnesium citrate to make themselves have diarrhea or to make their bowels move, but I, of course, don't recommend that. Uh, but magnesium malate or um, any of the forms that are high. Bisglycinate. Yeah, some glycinate. of the chelated bisglycinate. And I think that's, that's important. What, what we want people to look at is probably stay away from the oxide forms of magnesium. And, and as our listeners are going down the road, saying that well, this is a chemistry show. No, this is not a chemistry <laughs> show. We're, we're, we're talking about uh, different forms of, of magnesium that are really important. And it's close to the natural forms that we would get out of our diet. And, and, and I think it's important to go with a practitioner or, or stop in with your pharmacy, for, have them recommend one that is bioavailable. That's something that can be absorbed. And I think the number can be as high as 2,000 milligrams a day to be able yeah. to get to the, that proper. No, it's not that it's not unusual for that to occur. But, you know, we, uh, Dr. J, I have some listeners that have said to us, well, wait a minute. How come they didn't have 100 years ago, they didn't have magnesium pills and they just did just fine. Now, you guys are just trying to sell uh, supplements, but lots has changed in our food supply in the last uh, 75 years. That requires supplemental magnesium, correct? Well, yeah, soil has changed as well as um, the, the stress level. I mean, people had a very predictable life 100 years ago. It wasn't quite quite so uh, varied in terms of the stressors that came up, and the soil was better, and uh, the, the food supply was better, and magnesium wasn't necessarily as important. But if you'll recall, 100 years ago, everybody died at 40 or 50 years of age. People That's didn't right. live. 
to be as old as in our ripe old age we are at 50 plus whatever um, so all of the things that we're talking about, if you look back 100 years ago, it was a completely different game. People died of infectious disease or died of childbirth, and it was just unusual to live well into your 50s, 60s, 70s. It was unusual. And now that we're doing that, we want to optimize the way that we're living so that we sleep well and relax during the day and don't get all uptight. Magnesium malate, I want to throw this in because it's kind of cool. Alzheimer's disease and dementia are kind of one of the greatest fears besides cancer people have. But magnesium malate pulls aluminum out of the brain. So you can get magnesium malate as part of your supplement to actually take aluminum out of your brain in addition to getting all the benefits of the magnesium for muscle relaxation and headache and all those other things. So I like malate especially. I just wanted to, it just occurred to me as we we're speaking that that's a really important thing to have in your mix. And in ours that we use in our office for our patients, we have malate as well as the other forms because of that, because of the chelating effect. Um, so it's good to get with somebody who knows what they're talking about with nutrition, like you, who have a, you know, a, a nutrition background. You don't want some, some kid who just came off summer break you know, and is doing their, their thing at GNC <laughs> necessarily. Well, you, know, you really want somebody who knows what they're doing. And that's why we, we volunteer our services. You can call us at our, at our pharmacy at 512-219-0724. You can text us at that same number, 512-219-0724, and we'll be able to hook you up with some good sources of magnesium. Check out our website, healthychoicesxm.com as well, because this, this is, these things are inexpensive. There's, these solutions make a huge difference uh, in people's lives and simple things uh, like magnesium. And I think even on our, in our closing moments, we want, to, we want to talk a little bit about vitamin D. But before we do that, Dr. J, I want to give you the opportunity to give us your contact information. Some of our listeners are trying to see how they be able to understand your website and be able to get more information. If you can give that to us, please. Yeah, the, the, the very best way, because I think everybody's got their hands full right now, Dr. J, D-R-J, in South Lake, Texas. If you Google that, you'll find me. Um, our office phone is 817-481-2444. But if you Google Dr. J in Southlake, that's probably the very best way because we're, we're very visible. Um, and we got uh, people who can handle all of your, your intake calls, and, and they'd be happy to talk with you if you're interested in doing a really comprehensive program to get well. Well, that's great. And also, in, we've got just about, a, uh, about two minutes. I just wanted to... You mentioned also about vitamin D levels. You check vitamin D levels in your practice, and you find that so many patients are low in vitamin D. And what a critical nutrient, isn't it? Yeah, D for depression, uh, defense against cancer, and uh, density of bone. Vitamin D does all those things. And uh, probably 70 80% of our patients that we, we see patients, new patients, we always do a comprehensive workup, and their vitamin D is typically low, and it's easy. You put a little capsule in your mouth, and you don't get vitamin D from food. It doesn't work. It, it's been proven. Food, food is not a good source of vitamin D. You can't get enough. So by taking a 10,000-unit or 5,000-unit capsule daily, you can get that level back up. Sun definitely helps, but people are mistaken when they think they can get out in the sun enough to take a low level of vitamin D and put it in the optimal range, meaning from 20 to 80. It's just not going to happen. So if you have the opportunity to have your vitamin D checked, it's very difficult to get in trouble with vitamin D at 10,000 units a day or um, a reasonable dose. So I, I really think vitamin D is a gigantic player, and it's so common. Magnesium's the worst. It's the most common. Vitamin D, I think, is just next in line or maybe third. 
Um, and anybody who would be willing to have that level checked would be well served to look at it and then respond by taking a little bit of vitamin D. There's also drops you can put under your tongue. They're a little lemony, yummy stuff that works a little better for some people. So uh, lots of well, ways it's, to it's, it's good. That's great. We appreciate everybody's comments. And you can always call us or text us anytime during the week at 512-219-0724. And check out our website, healthychoicesxm.com for past broadcast or way to get a hold of Dr. Jay Mahoney after after the show. Again, we appreciate everybody joining us this weekend. Next weekend, we're going to have a great show talking about Lyme's disease, the silent killer that's really affecting so many people, getting a lot of popularity, and we're becoming giving solutions for people that are having these chronic infections, especially Lyme disease. Join us next week at Healthy Choices XM as we talk. And thank you, Dr. Mahoney, for this joining us on this graduation weekend. My pleasure. That was fun. Okay. We'll see you. We're going to have you back again. Is that okay? I'm planning on it. Okay. Thanks again.